You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. This is a podcast dedicated to self-improvement, self-discovery, living your best life, and managing your money. I'm your host, Ella, and I hope you enjoy listening today. Welcome to For Better Self and Net Worth. This podcast is formerly known as Budget Babe Podcast, and upon the announcement of the new name on Instagram and on the show, you're most likely wondering why I decided to rebrand. So here's the backstory. About 10 months ago in August, I had the urgency to start a podcast. I knew I wanted to start one. I took a couple of master classes in starting one. One was with Travis Chapel. That was the most notable one, one of the most helpful ones in how to launch the podcast. I'm still taking classes as well. I'm going to take one with Angie Griffith later in the month. But the thing about it is, is I knew I needed to find my niche. I knew I needed to find a target audience to grow the podcast. And something that I've always had the natural ability to do, something I've always been good at is budgeting and saving that money. So I went by that philosophy that I needed to start right then and right there, or I was never going to start. I was going to be crippled by my perfectionism. And when I get crippled by my perfectionism, I tend to procrastinate. So I wanted to start the podcast and I still obviously love talking about saving money. That's still going to be a common reoccurring theme on this show. But I really, the more that I recorded, I really wanted to go into the deeper into the self-development spectrum. And that is why I decided to rename it for better self and net worth, because I wanted you guys to know that this is a self-development podcast. It's also going to be a podcast that talks about saving money, but we're going to focus on that self-development, being the best version of ourselves and living the best life. And when I started doing more research on money habits, I knew that money habits came more from personal value than it did to simple mathematics. And when I got deeper into investing, I learned that the number one investment that I needed to focus on was myself. And like everyone else, we need to invest into ourselves to put the best version of ourselves out into our careers, our families, into the world around us. I also did a lot of diving into other money management podcasts only to discover a couple of months ago that there have been around 10 podcasts on Spotify with the word budget in it. There's the budget bros, the budget babes, plural, budget bitch, and a few others. And I knew that I wanted to stand out more. And I saw this as a sign to focus more on the self-improvement portion as a personal psychology nerd and a self-development junkie. I'm also an avid reader. I read a lot of books on self-development. And I also have a career in coaching and development other sales representatives and helping improve their performance. So I'm going to bring this to you through this podcast. And with all of that being said, welcome to the first episode under the name for better self and net worth. Alongside changing the title with it still being a self-development podcast with financial emphasis, I want to add a segment to the show called book of the week. And I'm going to share on my Instagram page, Ella Konomic, 
what the book I'm going to review is. And I'm going to review the book on the show every week as an avid reader and audible user. And I read about maybe two books per week. So usually eight books a month. And a lot of those books are around self-improvement that I'll also discuss on the show, talk about the book of the week, how it's benefited me. I'll also ask the people I interview, because I still want to do a lot of interviews on the show. I'm going to ask them what their favorite book is, the book that changed their life, alongside the favorite thing to splurge on, as I did on Budget Babe. So without further ado, I want to talk about the first featured book on For Better Self and Net Worth. And this is a book that I read almost 10 years ago, but is still very applicable today. And it's called Now Discover Your Strengths by Don Clifton. This book comes from the notion that very few people are fully aware of their strengths that they can bring to both a personal and a professional environment and how to use those strengths to leverage your best self. In fact, when I entered the workforce, I will say this, I think I focused a lot on what I didn't do well, on the negatives. And a lot of times when you are first entering a career, when you really want to be good at it, you're going to just naturally focus on what you need to improve upon. Well, this book has you focusing on your strengths. And when you become aware of your strengths, you are going to be able to bring that into your position. And knowing your strengths helps you better position yourself in whatever you are doing, whatever your goals are, whatever team you're working on, whatever task that is. My strengths when I took the test when this was 10 years ago, so I may need to retake it, but my strengths were futuristic, positivity, significance, and achiever. And knowing that these are my strengths, I put that into my work and I'm able to easier yield the results that I want alongside using this strengths finder. I'm also a huge fan of the Enneagram, and I'm sure I'm going to be reviewing some books on the Enneagram in more shows to come, but the Enneagram has become increasingly popular among a lot of conversations over the years. I remember being in a group of women and them asking me what my Enneagram is. And after they asked me that and had the Enneagram top, I had to find out what it was. And I discovered that I'm a three with a wing of four. A three is often defined as the achiever or performer. I wanted to be an actress growing up, so performer makes a lot of sense as well. Um, We're very success-oriented, and that explains why I'm passionate about doing a success-oriented podcast. And some other strengths of a three include being highly adaptable and also task-oriented, obviously. We also want to be well-liked, so we're very self-aware of how we are under the people. We are very malleable. We want to basically be well-liked. We also tend to be very sensitive, so that's a downfall of being a three. But knowing this about myself, it's helped me better build relationships, create that more self-awareness. And as a healthy three, I have to tell myself that I don't always have to impress other people to connect with them. It's been very, very helpful knowing that I'm an Enneagram three. And I found out with alongside my Enneagram, I share a Myers-Briggs with my favorite celebrity, Oprah Winfrey. 
And I was really proud to discover that because in high school, I did a book report on her biography and I learned so much about the aversion that Oprah Winfrey has come from and what she has been able to do with difficulties in her life, being able to make herself someone who is very impactful around the world and to other people. She's known for her generosity and she's also very well connected to so many people around the world and has pretty much interviewed everyone. So back to that Myers-Briggs, the personality, it's more traditional personality assessment. It's more commonly known within the generations living today. It is backed by the American Psychology Association. I was about to get ahead of myself there. But it starts off with whether you're introverted or extroverted. Now, most of us are both actually. So you may be more extroverted than introverted. I'm actually you know, outwardly extroverted in most situations I'm extroverted, but I have to have those days where I charge my batteries and keep to myself where I stay home and read a book as basically what I call myself as an extroverted introvert, but it starts off with whether you're extroverted or introverted. It also goes into, you know, your motives where my motive is being intuitive. And here's another quote direct from the website that talks about the purpose of Myers-Briggs. And the quote states, Perception involves all the ways of becoming aware of things, people, happenings, or ideas. Judgment involves all the ways of coming to a conclusion about what has been perceived. If people differ systematically in what they perceive and how they reach conclusions, then it is only reasonable for them to differ correspondingly in interests, reactions, values, motivations, and skills. So know you're near Myers-Briggs is going to know how you relate to other people and how you navigate certain situations in life. I personally believe Myers-Briggs to be a a lot more in depth than the Enneagram. It also shows how you work with others, how you relate to others. It's more of a reflection on your values than the Enneagram. Um, As I said earlier, Myers-Briggs also has a stronger backing from psychologists than the Enneagram does, but I do believe the Enneagram to be a great supplement and knowing your Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram just comes up more in common conversations. There's a lot of books around the Enneagram. A lot of podcasters will talk about what their Enneagram is and ways to relate to other millennials and Gen Z. And something else I do love about the Myers-Briggs over the Enneagram, and this is just a random fact, is it was actually bought to us by a mother-daughter team, Catherine Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers. So it's really cool to think about how they came up with the Myers-Briggs personality test, how in-depth it is, and how the personality traits that make up the Myers-Briggs and how they came up with that together. So it's just very fascinating to think about. But anyways, the Myers-Briggs and the Enneagrams are probably the most commonly talked about, and both are great to know about yourself. With both of these assessments, it's fun to follow some Instagram accounts, join pages on Facebook that highlight your personality types. I know that with an Enneagram 3, show friends. They did a recent one comparing it to that. And I am Rachel Green because she's also an Enneagram three. So it compares your Enneagrams to fictional characters. You'll see what, in a lot of these accounts, what the Enneagram strengths and weaknesses are according to your number. It's just a great way to kind of learn about yourself. And I do find most of these pages. I have one that I follow is called Enneagram 3S and it is 
pretty much 95% of the time very accurate of my personality and what my priorities are. I want to bring into this another assessment that I took, and that was the very last one I took. I took it about a week ago. It was called the Insights Discovery, and the Insights Discovery is actually organized into color, and we did this through my work, and what we did was we took the test, and we found out what color we were, and the four colors are blue, red, green, and yellow, and it's a color wheel, and After that, I knew I was mostly yellow, but I also discovered that I was kind of into the orange. And if you're orange, you're titled motivator. But just to kind of give you an overview of that color wheel, you have the word thinking. It shows how you think at the very top of the wheel, and it's between the colors blue and red. There's the word extroversion, which is between red and yellow. It's on the right side of the wheel. And then between green and yellow, there is the word feeling and introversion between blue and green. So that goes back between some of the common personality types. And then in the colors, you also see the traits that are common within the color personality types written in them. And what we did with that is when we learned our color type, we learned how to work with other color types. So we became self-aware. And then we also looked at how to work with others and other personality types. We learned what's important to them. If we need to just get down to the facts and the statistics, or if we need to, you know, relate to them, ask how they're doing, how they're feeling. It's just a great and easy test to take an easy assessment, but it's also great to know what your color personality is as well. And just pretty much all of these assessments, oh, you can find the colors on insightsdiscovery.com, but pretty much all of these assessments are going to give you a broad understanding of your personality and how you relate to others. There's going to be some exceptions. As I said earlier, I'm usually labeled an extrovert, but a lot of days I feel more like an introvert. So it's not going to be completely, fully spot on with your personality. It was going to give you a great idea, but this is what is going to having that self-discovery and that self-awareness is going to help you build that personal brand. Your personal brand is going to show how you connect with other people, how you perform all of your tasks. It also helps you know what conditions you work best in and what's important to you to get from other people. Now, Personality tests can come up in everyday conversation. Sometimes it doesn't. Some people don't know their Enneagrams or their Myers-Briggs. But knowing about some of these assessments, about the Enneagram, about Myers-Briggs, and about the color insights, is it's going to help you understand better pe- people better and give you a better guess of where they may fall into and what is important to them while you are conversing with them. If So knowing this, I know with Myers-Briggs and my Enneagram, that they both know that I'm sensitive. So I have to know that I'm sensitive and I'll let other people know that I'm sensitive. So they know what's important to me and I know what's important to them. So they know um, how to, how to approach things with me basically. And the conversational with that is when you know the different Enneagram types, when you know the different Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs is going to be a lot more in depth. So it may be a little harder to tell or Myers-Briggs, but when you know the color insights of the Enneagram 3, you're going to know, get a better idea of how to approach someone, someone that you're selling to, somebody that you're working with, somebody that you're having any kind of important conversation with. It's just going to help you build your personal brand to others stronger, better, faster, 
wherever. So what I'm getting at here is I'm going to kind of discuss what you're knowing your personal needs, knowing other people's personal needs, and just knowing how to relate to other people with whatever your goal is. Self-awareness is so important. A lot of people don't have self-awareness. If you watch The Office, one of the biggest things about The Office is Michael Scott. He is the main character, and at least in the first few seasons. But the comical part about Michael Scott and Dwight are they don't have much self-awareness. And when you look at the different personalities and how they react to them, they know that he may not be the best leader because he doesn't have it. So where I'm getting at with this is self-awareness is the best step to self-development. And as you develop your personal brand, knowing yourself and how you're going to come across to others. And if anything else, I just love discussing the different personality types and learning about other people because when I do know my strengths and when I know the strengths of others and when I know what's important to other people, it's going to be much easier to work with them. It also comes in handy to have that self-awareness anytime you have to do an interview, anytime you have to make a sales pitch, anytime you have to meet with clients, and anytime you have to work with others on a project. So this is kind of a shorter episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I strongly encourage you, if you haven't already, to take a test through the Enneagram Institute, through Insights Discovery, through Myers-Briggs. And I also encourage you to read Now Discover Your Strengths to start on that first step of self-improvement as it's all going to start with the self-awareness. So I hope you enjoyed the first episode under the name for better self and net worth. Let me know. I hope you like the direction that we're going into with this podcast. And if you enjoy this podcast, I would absolutely love it. If you would leave me a review, a review is the best way for me to reach others. So leave me a review. Also contact me at ellaconomic at gmail.com. Again, I hope you enjoyed and I look forward to sharing more with you and more time to come. Thank you again for listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. I am so glad you took time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I hope you are finding great value in this podcast. And if you want to connect with me, find me on Instagram at Eloconomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. You can also email me at Eloconomic at gmail.com. I look forward to connecting with you and I would love your suggestions. Also, If you love this podcast, I would also love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts that lets other people know about the podcast and how to get some self-development tips. But anyways, thank you as always for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day, night, week, or whenever you're listening to this. Thanks again.